Welcome, wonderful person and wonderful people, to in this very moment and the energy of this moment in the eternal now, no matter when you're receiving this, is women, power, and purity. Purity, women, and power. Power, purity, women. Any of those things, that's the subject of today. And in the vein of this, the, how the energy comes, we all have this incredible ability to intuit, to go deep within ourselves and listen to the messages of our soul, listen to the messages of ourselves, listen to the messages of the greater spirit, listen to the messages of the calling, the longing of everyone and everything for what's needed in this moment. And today, the day that this was recorded, August 18th, 2022, in the uh, fleeting now, but in the eternal now, I did not want to and could not force myself to put on any of the eye spackle to curl the hair. I mean, I've showered, I'm clean, I'm essential oil, I do that because I like that. And, um, or wear something like sparkly and foo-foo. I really want to wear this shirt that I got in DC last month at this woman outrage uprising store. I mean, I love it. And it's the baseball tee and all of that. Um, I have no like shiny to put away the shine on my face. Uh, you know, my eyebrows needed to be plucked like a month ago. And I'm just like, you know, it's just okay. This is my power in that. Now, don't get me wrong. I really only wear eyeliner, mascara, and lip gloss. That's I don't like having like stuff on my face, but it's wonderful if you want to. I mean, I believe that our bodies are palettes that we can create with, but our bodies are not our power. They're a power. The power comes through our bodies. The, the body's job is to be able to support the power of us. And I like curling my hair and doing all that kind of stuff with it. But I just didn't want to do it today. I didn't want to take a blow dryer to my hair. I was having hot flashes out the wazoo. I like to laugh sometimes when they come like really fast and furious. I like to like time them like contractions or pretend that I'm doing. I'm like, oh my God, they're five minutes apart. It's time to go to the hospital. The baby's about to be born. Did that four times out the JJ. I tell you what, it's hard to escape your body when you're doing that. Like talk about feelings and power. And childbirthing, I didn't know this until I had my first child. I just love me because I didn't think I was going to talk about this, but I didn't, I didn't know this until I tended my first birth after I had my fourth child a, a year later, when I then part of my practice in this great calling that I have to uplift and attend everyone and everything is to attend birth. And when people skedaddle and birth their, their soul births to the other side, that too. But most women, when they're pushing a baby out of their vagina, is pooping too. I mean, there's so much pressure down there. As a matter of fact, how you know it's time to push is because you feel like you're going to have the greatest crap of your life. And I mean, it's just what it is. You do, do you feel rectal pressure? Like, uh, what does that mean? Oh, do you feel like you have to shit? Oh my God, here comes the baby. So um, birthing, I mean, what we call purity might be something very different. And that's what today is about is the true power of a woman, the purity power of a woman, the, the, the purifying our power, our feminine power. And I want to um, read, there's a few quotes that I'm going to read today. When I say read quotes, when we say we're reading quotes, um, really what, what we're doing is, is we're drawing on the universal truths as they've manifested through other personalities to help us remember the infinite truth and create more in this great dream of creation to enjoy life, to have vibrant health, to have real sustainable happiness, to create lasting harmony, and to know what it is like to be the authors of Prosperity Plus. I always, my, my new app is called Prosper Plus because 
Prosper means to grow, to flourish. We tend to attach it to squiggles, money, which yes, that is a power that we as women need to purify and own and use to its full potential. And there's so much for us. I will say in this moment, I've started what I call a hot flash, which I'm also calling an energy surge. The people who used to say, stop thinking of contractions as labor pains and thinking them as life surges. That worked a lot, but didn't work for all of them because some of it hurt like a <laughs> um, So what I've known to do with this, when a woman no longer has her cycles of menstruation and we don't go through that phase of, of bleeding and, and needing that time to regenerate and rejuvenate um, our whole life, those days around it. This, when this comes through, what I know to do is this is extra energy that I, as the sage woman, as the powerful woman, as the elder, can send to the planetary mother. So I take my hands and I put the palms down and from my root and from any part of my body that is facing the earth, my feet are crossed right now. So I'm using my hands and my pelvic floor. I am sending this energy that, I mean, I can send it to the cells of my body to rejuvenate my organs, my skin, which is what I do. I'm 57 and three quarters. I have no makeup on, but you know, this is not like to make me better or worse, but I have a body that's getting younger and um, it's more aligned using like the spiritual stem cells and DNA to author a healthy form to serve love, light and laughter. That's the whole purpose of a healthy form, by the way, is to serve love, light and laughter in yourself and everyone else. So I'm sending this energy in this fleeting now to the planetary mother who's still birthing. I am no longer in the business of, of birthing babies if shop is closed praise the Lord, and all of that. My next lifetime, I've put in an order for not having children. I, I say to my parents that want to conceive, there's a lot of idealization around having children, and it's wonderful, and it's great. And I mean, certainly, I was so called to be a mother in this lifetime. However, it is it takes a lot. And sometimes we need a few lifetimes off. So um, I'm putting it in for that. And I'm sending to this planetary mother this energy with such love and devotion for the form that that nourishes me, that provided my wild blueberries and and, and smart brand breakfast and my um, almond milk. Though I want to stop using almond milk because it's I'm told now that it uses a lot of water and oat milk is um, less um, taxing on the environment. And I just don't like regular milk. So I'm going I'm to be doing that. All right, so let's go to um, the quote, the first quote that I want to read. This is from the Tao, the Tao Te Ching, if you know of the Tao. Um, those, I mean, for years I thought it was the Tao, T-A-O is how it's spelled, the Tao. And I was listening to Wayne Dyer um, read part of the Tao. <laughs> I just said Tao again. The Tao um, last week. And I will stop and then, you know, quote him. So this is Wayne Dyer reading the Tao now a portion of the Tao now being coming through Cindy James. All right, <clears throat> this is about the feminine. So let the truth of this, Lao Tzu who wrote the Tao was a very, I mean, incredible enlightened master uh, millennium ago. The spirit that never dies is called the mysterious feminine. Although she becomes the whole universe, her immaculate purity is never lost. Although she assumes countless forms, her true identity remains intact. The gateway to the mysterious female is called the root of creation. Listen to her voice. 
hear it echo through creation. Without fail, she receives. Oh, I read that last word wrong. Without fail, she reveals. I'm going to vibrate that with my breath and my voice box to you um, again. The spirit that never dies is called the mysterious feminine. Although she becomes the whole universe, her immaculate purity is never lost. Although she assumes countless forms, her true identity remains intact. The gateway to the mysterious female is called the root of creation. Listen to her voice. Hear it echo through creation. Without fail, she reveals. And dear wonderful person and people, <clears throat> no matter what body form you have, whether, whether you have internal or external genitalia, whether you identify as a woman, a man, or non-binary or transgender, or whatever gender uh, identity or none, this energy of the feminine is the root of creation. It is still the energy that is not lesser or better than any other energy, but it is that which creation is founded from. The originating force is said to be the Shakti, the feminine. And so this is a time where each and every person, regardless of gender assignment, and specifically those that identify as women and also inhabit the form that we call as the bio biological female, we are called to inhabit, to talk to the mysterious feminine, to feel it aligned within us, springing forth from us, calling us to be able to nurture our forms, our emotions, our thoughts, our worlds, our environment. I recently made a vow to myself, really like days ago, that I will protect and preserve my energy and my environment without compromise, with fierceness of love. And I say to you now, make a vow to yourself to protect and preserve your energy and environment without compromise, with the fierceness of love. This is not isolation. This is not walls. This is a healthy boundary. A boundary is just having an awareness of what serves you and what doesn't, what serves others and what doesn't. It's not this, you know, this artificial, like, you know, kind of um, barrier between you and love. And as a matter of fact, it's what allows there to be a free communication of the truth of love, not like, not codependent, codependent amendment, <laughs> codependent. I call it the cluster fudge of energy. It really is how to then be in relationship with yourself and collaborate with others. When we are collaborating, we are not competing or even cooperating. We're collaborating. I call it the evolution of the three C's. We competed first. Oh boy, is the energy of competition and the, the infection of competition and the, and the pus I, so, I mean, pus is really gross, but it's also a reflection of the immune system working. Like what pus really is are the white cells that have surrounded and killed the bacteria or virus and it's, and it's bringing it to the fore. And the pus is all over the place right now, which means our, our universal immune system is really um, working. But pus is also disgusting and it's not really that healthy for you too. And you don't want to revel in it. You want to clean it away and send it away. But the infection of separateness is really high right now. 
And I will say that that competition energy, that me versus you, the winning and losing, the right and wrong. I heard something else in, uh, in that reading that um, Wayne Dyer was doing from the Dow is that there, it, this is me paraphrasing, I don't have it written down here. I actually have it written down on my cell phone. I have something to read from this. I um, send text messages to myself all the time of not what I need to do, but what I want to remember um, podcasts and YouTubes and, and quotes and sayings that are supportive of me feeling fulfilled and satisfying and uh, continuing to align with infinite love, infinite power, infinite bliss, infinite capacity to serve the highest, healthiest, happiness, well-being in, in me and for everyone and everything. So, um, but I have it in there somewhere, but that's what I wanted to read. But it was about war and winning and losing. And basically the message was, have no great glee when you win something. Instead, mourn that you weren't able to prevent the war in the first place. You know, this, this winning and losing, if we win, I mean, it's, I mean, it's just all over humanity. I mean, it comes from our animalistic, but not the pure animalistic. It's like the, the human mind. I mean, animals just need to have some territory because, you know, they can be endangered by one another and they're just, they're pure. And they're also, you know, they're eating one another and it's just what happens. I mean, it's, that's what happens at a certain level of, of the evolutionary journey. But when we get to the human level, it's time for us to consciously be able to dissolve the boundaries between us and the originating force that made the heavens and the earth. I mean, that's what the universal, whatever we call God, great spirit, Jesus, Buddha, Baba, Allah, Krishna, Zoroaster, science, nature, love, Ram, goddess, universe, divine, infinite, higher self, higher power, the greater, I mean, whatever word you want to use, you know, rose by any other name is still as sweet, is still as infinitely powerful. That is what we're going to this game of forgetting and remembering. And when we're still in competition energy, we are not coming from our soul. You know, my mission with Prosper Plus and powered by the Galactic Council, Women, All Genders Welcome. Oh, what an amazing, incredible group of highlight beings from all across this planet, this growing matrix and network is to the mission is to merge the heart of humanity with the soul of money to create a better world for everyone. And I want us to experience that in a minute because it's very, it's very relevant to women, purity and power and to dissolve this competition and this winning and losing that keeps us separate and that keeps those that are classically identified as men and women separate or in any love relationship when we don't know the, the truth of what we are. So I'm going to ask you to take some deep breaths right now, 360 degree breaths in through your nose, keeping your tongue behind your palate, right be on your palate, right behind your teeth. If you want to close your eyes, you're welcome to and let your internal gaze go to your Ajna right between your eyebrows. Relax your pelvic floor and your jaw and make sure your head isn't tilted or too far down or even cocked one way or the other, that it's just straight. So the cerebral spinal fluid, as well as the energy that rides through your spine, through your Sushuma channel, can go up and down. If you're seated in a chair, let your feet be flat on the floor, not crossed. Let your hands be up and your fingers like antennae resting on your lap or your knees if you're cross-legged. And just take these 360 degree breaths. Our lungs are actually meant to open like Venetian blinds, like gills from which we evolved from this ability to breathe. 
So we breathe from the belly in and out and send the prana or the life force, creative originating energy that the mother earth transmits through and rides on oxygen molecules through your breath to places in your body, mind, emotions, spirit, energy field that need purification, cleansing and revitalization. And know this place of eternal serenity. You are held, you are now connecting with the infinite nature of your heart and soul. This is the magic, this is the portal, this is the alchemy that, that transmutes us from someone who feels separate from source, from all those ways of knowing the greater to allows us to merge with that. And in this state, I, I invite you to merge your heart. You long for love, to love and be loved in wholeness, not from lack, but from the cup overfloweth. You have a heart that wants to feel the fruits of this creation, this divine manifestation. And you, you long for that for those that you care about and for everyone and everything. Merge your heart with the pure heart of humanity, that place that doesn't come from competition or even cooperation, it comes from collaboration. You're naturally full of boundaries with this. Nothing, nothing can corrode you when you merge your heart with the heart of humanity. It's a pure place. In the Sufi language, it's called the dill. This is the, the, the heart behind the heart. It's the energetic heart that supports our heart chakra and our heart center. And it comes from the oneness of what we are. We all long, long for experiencing in our humanness. And remember to keep breathing because your body needs some support to be able to tolerate this expanded energy. We all long for those divine experiences of generosity, of compassion, fierce and tender compassion, of surrender, of strength, of faith, of prosperity, of joy, of laughter, all of the, the aspects of knowing that we are one. And from this state, you can open your eyes now if you want to, keeping that energy flowing. We're bringing your consciousness into it so your mind can receive what it can receive and letting from the Tao that the mysterious feminine without fail is revealing to you right now. To explore the concept and the energy of the soul of money. The soul, which means that which comes from the infinite, indestructible, imperishable nature of the divine. The soul of abundance, the soul of infinite supply, the soul of prosperity. 
the soul of nurturing. Money, what we call money, that's the English word for it, is just what human beings agree has power, which means ability to move ourselves in time and space to meet our needs plus. What is the soul of these power agreements? What's the purity, the purity of it? It doesn't come from competition and accumulation. It comes from this mysterious feminine. It comes from the energy that births, assuming countless forms to serve. The soul of money is one of infinite supply to help us awake now to our true nature, the true power, the true purity, the true joy, laughter, harmony, health, that is our natural state. And so the soul of money or the soul of power agreements is also uniquely linked with the feminine planetary mother. I know this, this consciousness known as our planet, our mother earth, as the golden planetary mother. And her soul, the soul of this is one to support her children, to support the offspring that come and have the cells of not just the planet, but the stardust that she is part of, the solar system, the galaxy, the galaxies, the universes, the multiverses. That she as the mother hosts us, just like a mother's body wants to give to that growing baby all that it needs. And that, that a mother that is aligned with the energy of motherhood wants to serve and give her milk and eat foods that nourish and make this perfect nutrient for the baby or find another source of nutrients for the baby. And the purity of the mother force really isn't even about our, our physical offspring. It's about true service to awake now, to, to become this, this being that is aware that they can seemingly be separate on this earth, but they are connected in one. And then we get to play. Why do we have any games? Why do we love games? So we can play in creation. This is a divine playground and it can become a bully Rama. I mean, it can become a pit bull ring or whatever it is we humans like to play with. It can become war, but since it's all an illusion anyway, we can do whatever. I mean, what free will is, it's not like, um, I used to think when I had a very um, nefarious experience of, of God through traditional um religious experiences and also work experiences too and human experiences and external familial experiences of God. I just thought like, well, God is just like this big pit bull ring master and throws us in to eat one another until the victim or the villain or whatever it is, the uh, victor comes. I mean, you know, that can be proved from the linear mind or from the seemingly rational mind. But what I've come to know is, is what free will means is, is that we have the free will to stay in this game of seeming separate as long as we want, because it's an illusion. It doesn't matter anyway. And once we wake up, all that suffering amounts to practically nil. And it's just like, oh, oh silly rabbit.
you know, oh, Dorothy, you always could go home. You know, the power is within you in those ruby slippers. And um, so I'm just going to just now just allow us to bring back the concept of the soul of money being that pure force that comes from the infinite creator around us and within us that wants us to give us everything we need to know, to purify those old limiting beliefs and to nurture a new way here on the planet. The soul of money is the source of infinite supply to be able to collaborate with our thoughts and our emotions and our body sensations and our cells and our energetic fields and our environments and our bank accounts and our cars and our communities and our countries and our planet and our elements and our solar systems and our galaxies and everything for us to collaborate together to bring in a new age. Oh, I just felt like a politician to bring in a new age. I mean, I about that, but how can we revitalize all these systems? And it might seem too, um, too complicated and confusing from our, our traditional conflict constructs, because it is not possible to heal that level of disease from the cause of the disease, which is the feeling of being separate. I mean, all separate <laughs> That's a new word, a separate net. It's like the, it's a separate net rather than an internet or a connected net. But this, this disease of feeling separate from our, from our source of unconditional love is what causes all of the unnecessary suffering on the earth and within our own psyches and bodies and minds it said that 99% of suffering is self-created. 1% is necessary. And I believe that 1% is necessary when you walk out of the traditional ways you've always held on to with doggedness that this is the right way. This is the should way. This is the way it should be done. This is the way I, it, I'm better than anyone else should be done. Or the converse, because the egos are tricky, <laughs> is that I suck. I'll never be able to do it. I'll never be whatever. I'll never be powerful. Everyone's always out to get me. Life sucks and ah, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just un unsurmountable. There's no hope. Both of those things are, are from the disease of separateness. I'm better than, I'm worse than. You're better than, the worse than. There's no hope. I know the right way. The right and wrong is only in duality. What we come into is truth. Capital T, truth has nothing to do with the facts, which being a formal traveler that never lost a case, it wasn't because I was, I mean, the truth. I think I was just really good at um, manipulating facts and, and had a great skill set to do that. And it gave me um, a lot of things like irritable bowel syndrome, the inability to sleep on Sunday nights before going to work and um, all sorts of things. And God bless the lawyers. I have a great place for them. I think when they need to do their job and I always am infusing them with more of this originating source energy while they do the job, while duality is still winning and losing and, and right and wrong. So I'll bring back to merging now remember that feeling you had drop into it you can do it instantly the eternal now the ever-present infinite heart of you merging with the heart of humanity and feeling the power of the collective longing it is similar to the sensation when your team is coming out of a in a major league um or a, a, a football stadium a professional football stadium and everyone's cheering and the rockets are going off and if you're philly you know they're playing rocky music and and there's just a feeling, but it's still based in duality. So when you merge yourself, your heart with the heart of humanity, you're feeling that power, but it's not designed to win or lose. It's designed to dissolve that and to experience the collaborative universal love. 
and then merge that with the soul of money, which is the golden planetary mother as the representative of creation, of the, of the mother of creation, the feminine of creation to nurture us, to give us our needs, to feed our bodies, to clothe our, our, our bodies and to have homes and places to move in time and space, whether it be train or plane or, or automobile, to have people wake up to the collective, um, the collective fib that money is a limited thing and that it's only been designed to help us move in time and space and it's just run amok. And merging that heart of humanity with the soul of money purifies our thoughts, purifies our, our body, our cells are purified in it. They are rejuvenated, revitalized, regenerated. Our chakras are sparkling and spinning and full of color and light rather than gray and dense and dark. Our energy field naturally just expands and vibrates out, attracting then like a beacon, like spirited souls for our journey's highest and healthiest fulfillment. And our mind opens up to be a channel for divine creativity and divine imagination. And let that imagination just have its way with you right now. Imagination is a synonym for God, for the great power, the infinite power. And imagine yourself, whether you identify as woman or not, being a force for the purification of the, the power of the feminine, the nurturing power. And have some lightheartedness about it. You know, there's this, this woman named Glennon Doyle. She's pretty famous. She wrote a book called Untamed, and she's uh, pretty amazing. Um, this is one of my quotes that I, I put on my phone. I, I sent it to myself on um, Sunday, July 24th at 6.50 p.m. This is for men and women and those that identify as non-binary or transgender or no gender assignment um, for all of us that are in our human form. Your body is not your masterpiece. Your life is. It is suggested to us a million times a day that our bodies are our projects. They aren't. Our lives are. Our spirituality is. Our relationships are. Our work is. Stop spending all day oh, obsessing, cursing, perfecting your body like it's all you've got to offer the world. Your body is not your art, it's your paintbrush. Isn't that amazing? So the purpose of a healthy body, a flexible body, an enlivened body is to be the paintbrush for our masterpiece. This flower called you, this once in all of existence, this personality and these cells that we inhabit is really a, a once in, in, in existence thing. It really is like in the space of time, like the daffodil that comes in the spring. I mean, lots of other daffodils, but then it's, it's form. It's going to go. The energy of daffodil survives. Your soul survives, but the flower itself dissolves. The body itself dissolves. I mean, it's worm food or it's dust or it's whatever we do with our bodies at the end. 
I just keep thinking of like a shark eating someone as like, or maybe it's actual food for an animal or a bear. And it has a purpose to be, to yield to the claims of our spirit, as Mayor Baba says, and to be a vehicle for the release of divine life, to be instrumental in bringing the kingdom of heaven down on earth, which it might be a soul coming through a body or ideas, the soul, we're purifying this current. Um, I have this calendar, a Baba calendar that I, it, you know, I get every year. And this is, this is the quote for, um, for the month of uh, August. I, I believe this is like a roadmap to what's going to go on in my life. I'll tell you in the July one with that relationship I was in, I mean, imploded, which thank God it needed to do. It, it, it this says is that the greatest romance possible in life is to discover this eternal reality in the midst of infinite change. I'm like, Oh, thank you for that. And then July is about the thunder of silence. I mean, it's really about how just to then look within yourself and hear the love that's in the silence. And then, so this is what I think is, is just related to this women and power and purity is that there's a difference between self-control and coercion. The feminine principle has been um, coerced, has been suppressed. You know, self-control in the negative current, not in the positive current. And we do this with this obsessing on ourselves. It's another reason, you know, I come to you with no spackles and no curls and, you know, no fancy garb and no ring light and, you know, with the fancy camera and all of that. It's just like, here I am, Cindy Lou. It's, it's really how I wanted to look today. I did strap the girls in just because, you know, I don't know what to do. I'm still working with that, even though, you know, how I rail about that. Okay. So this is from Mayor Baba in the Baba calendar for August, 2022. Um, coercion is based on oppression and results in fear and hatred. Self-control requires courage and may be induced by love. How many habits have we been able to break through love which we had would never have the strength to break without love. And when the love is universal love, all habits which are detrimental either to the individual or to the societal order will be dissolved in its light. And when the love is universal love, all habits which are detrimental either to the individual where the societal order will be dissolved in its light. That's what you're doing with me in this fleeting now and eternal now. We are accessing universal law to dissolve those detrimental habits that we have individually or that affect the social order because the social order is all around. <laughs> you know, I was writing down like, what are the detrimental habits that I have? You know, is it thinking about over obsessing on my form to be likable by others? Is it what other people think of me or say or act towards me or not act towards me? Is it how happy my offspring seem to be? These are detrimental habits. You know, I, I've said this before. Um, I think this is like a really corrosive thought that there's this thing that a mother is only as happy as her least happy child. First of all, it just cuts out all faith in that soul, so, um, the, 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 it, the child's soul journey, the offspring soul journey. It puts in a position of a God figure of that is impossible to fulfill. I mean, we can try, but it's so detrimental. It makes us be the savior or the villain in someone else's play uh, that we're, we're vic and then we're the victim. 
So those kind of, those habits, think about what habits you have are detrimental to yourself and the social order of things and let it dissolve in this moment right now. Let it be dissolve in the light that we are sharing, that I am emanating, that you are emanating, that so many others are always emanating. We have it. I, I like to say that our, um, our detrimental habits or our sanskaras, our wounds, our judgments, our, our false core belief systems are like bindings, but they're kind of like tar that covers over our light. And women, we're called to purify anything that holds us back. You know, I had this experience of, of in my personal life of in another country of knowing what happens when a woman has money. Um, um, someone that I know was viciously robbed and um, just for spite, like had her part of her body cut off because she had a lot of money. I mean, that's still present on this earth that women having power to move themselves in time and space is, is something, oh, no, you don't. And when women own the power of what we call money or power agreements or currency and infuse this mysterious feminine divine, the root of creation and how we attract, direct, feel about squiggles, feel about finances, managing finances, um, creating more finances, serving the world and ourselves with it, this game is going to change. I see it. I know it. It's what I've come here for. And if you're with me in this moment, and I believe everyone's with me because we're connected to one, if you're with me in whatever time and space you're receiving this, you, your soul and my soul and countless other souls, I mean, millions and millions and millions of souls on this planet, we've agreed to come at this time and place to purify ourselves and the power, the ability, the capacity we have together for all beings, regardless of gender. Whatever, you know, it said that the masculine has been this oppressive force or this dominating force or has more power. Any, anything that does that to another human being loses their power too. So it's really restoring the power for all of the children of the earth, all the creatures of the earth, all the species of the earth, all the elements of the earth. And so I want to complete today. It's 38 minutes. How lovely. Um, by reading a poem from Hafiz about purity. I love this one. This is a book called I Heard God Laughing. I got this in 2004 in a Barnes and Nobles in Seattle um, for, I was there for my younger brother Stephen's wedding to my sister-in-law Tamara. Stephen, as most of you know, has skedaddled to the other side three and a half years ago. And oh my gosh, you know, I love that missing is about appreciating and this weekend, I know I promised you I was going to end. Well, I didn't promise. I said I was going to. Um, I'm going to end soon. Well, complete soon. There's no end, really. Um, on Sunday evening, I really wanted to talk to him. You know that sometimes, and I haven't felt that in such an intense way. Like, I wanted, and I know I can talk to him. I talk to him all the time. I can listen to his voice from voicemails from years ago. I have saved a lot of them. But I really just wanted to call him up and hear him say way. And just to give that guidance that he has, has. Sweet Lord. This is our superpower too, by the way, is to be, for women is to be able to feel or the feminine current, regardless of your gender classification. 
John Wineland does such amazing work. Please listen to some of his YouTubes and podcasts and go to his website, John Wineland, like Wineland. Listen to the documentary about his daughter called Claire, the documentary. Um, we, we, they're serving us so powerfully. And he says that the masculine job is to hold the space for the feminine to feel. I mean, we feel, we have bodies that have children come through us. We, our bodies move in time with the tides and the, and the moon. And we do feel. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. And it's not to be suppressed or coerced. It's just to be held space for, to move through um, this business of creation. And then I had um, a healing session with a woman who is one of the most powerful healers I've ever met on the planet. She's a member of the Galactic Council of Women, All Genders Welcome, and a, a true soul sister. I'm so blessed to have um, what a network of a matrix of light beings that are powering this bringing harmony to the earth um, and holding the space while we go through great change. I mean, it's likely to get more cooked up before it gets better. And she said, Cindy, um, Stephen came a few days ago to me and I was going to text you it, um, but I was guided by him that it would be told live time. And Stephen had a message for me and it was Cindy everything is going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. And all that you long for is going to come plus, you know, it's, it's happening. And, um, you know, in those moments of, of being under fire or of, of doubt in ourselves, those detrimental habits, you, you want to seek out like, you know, who wants to be a millionaire, throw some lifelines for those people that are awake enough themselves to support you in the truth. And my brother, Michael, and my sister, Amy, and all those wonderful people that I love so much, my Galactic Council team, Jen and Yay and Helen, and so many other people in that. And then it transforms. I mean, the alchemy is energy is really neutral. That which is detrimental, we purify. It's neutral for a while, which might feel like being lost because you're neither here nor there. And then your soul comes through and you direct it. And sweet Lord, am I directing it this week? What a great week to be Cindy Lou. All right. This is called It Cuts the Plow Reins. What does purity do? It cuts the plow reins. It frees you from working and dining in the mud. It frees you from living behind a big ox that is always breaking wind. It frees you, <laughs> I'm reading that again. It frees you from living behind a big ox that is always breaking wind. What can purity do, my dear? It can lift your heart on a rising bucking sun that makes the soul hunger to reach the roof of creation. It offers what the whole world wants, real knowledge and power. It offers what the wise crave, the priceless treasure of freedom. Pure divine love is no meek priest or tight banker. It will smash all your windows and only then throw in the holy gifts. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. 
it will allow you to befriend life and light and sanity and even not mind waking to another day. It reveals the excitement of the present and the beauty of precision. It confers vitality and sublime clarity until finally all the heart can do is burst open with great love and laughter. Oh, purity, oh, dear truth and friend within me, why didn't you tell me this sooner? You could do all this, cut the reins of illusion so we could all just go wild, loving God and everyone all day. <sighs> Thank you, Hafiz, as rendered by Daniel Ladinsky. Thank you, you beautiful, wonderful people. It's the 44 minutes, so that's the perfect time in the energetic matrix of the master numbers to complete love, power, and blessings to each and every one of you. I love you. Mwah.